Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information. Welcome to The Wave Podcast. I'm Daniel Ortiz speaking. I hope you're doing well. Um, flying solo again this week, and I'm looking forward to getting in the word with uh, you. I know there's so much unrest right now. Um, and so we're going to talk about it. There's so much, you know, COVID-19 is still here. Um, people are still going through some financial difficulties, um, emotional difficulties. Um, when you stay, uh, enclosed for so long, you know what I mean? Uh, depression, anxiety, uh, just anxiety of what's next. Um, I think now more than ever, we have to trust God. Uh, and I hope you, you say amen to that. Now more than ever, we have to trust God and, and know that we not of this kingdom. We not of this world. Uh, we belong part of a different system, a, di- a different kingdom. Uh, if you save and you know Jesus, Ephesians 2 tells you that you're a citizen of the kingdom of God and that you're not of this world. Uh, in John 17, Jesus literally prayed this prayer. He said, uh, I-, I pray that you don't take them out of this world, but you keep them of this world. Keep them in this world, but they're not of this world. Like I'm not of this world. And Jesus declared he was not of this world. He comes from with a different culture, with a different mindset. You know what I mean? And we can't get um, stuck on political parties. We can't get stuck on political sides. We must focus our hearts and our eyes and our energy on the king and on who Jesus is and on what he wants to establish and on this earth. When he said, my kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, he will establish his throne on earth. He has established his throne in heaven. He is king right now. And to whatever situation you find yourself, God is king. He's still on the throne. He's not moved by your situation. Um, and he wants to be with you. And he has sent the precious Holy Spirit to walk with you, to be with you, to be in and with you, right? So the word says in John 14 that the Holy Spirit is with us and in us. And so he wants to walk you through this part in your life. Um, this COVID situation, uh, this um, race um, system that's happening in our country that's being exposed. Um, He wants you to be part of the racial reconciliation. He wants you to be part of the peacemaking in that, right? Uh, The Bible tells us that in the Beatitudes in, in Matthew 5, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the sons of God. If you're a son of God right now, your job in this climate is not to take a side, is not to make it about this earthly culture. Is how what is heaven saying about the heaven culture and how do you bring people to in peace to love one another? It's our job as the church to lead in unity and peace and love. You know what I mean? And and so that people are gonna know, listen, whether whether you're allowed to or not, I'm still gonna say the name of Jesus, I'm still gonna preach. Uh, I'm still going to speak out who God is on the earth. And so um, I just want to encourage you uh, this morning from the bottom of my heart that in this place of unsettled unrest that God still wants us to live in true rest. I'm going to say that again. God wants us to live in true rest. Um, I love Jesus' story when he's on the boat and there's a storm because he's sleeping. And the word mentions this word called pillow. It's unbelievable that it says, and he was sleeping on a pillow and there was a storm. And I think that's just an anthropomorphic picture for us. That's a sign and a wonder for us 
that in this storm that 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 life is throwing at us right now with COVID nineteen, um, and this uh, this this unrest and unease because of the injustice uh, of racial inequality in this whole climate, it's time for us to just rest in the storm and grab a pillow and not be lazy because rest is not lazy. Rest is literally, we're going to talk about what is rest and what is resting in God. Though it cease from, you know, the word rest is, is in Hebrew is the word Shabbat, which means to cease from labor or cease from doing things, right? But there's a spiritual rest that God talks to us about that, we, that, that, that we're going to break down and what that looks like and what that means. And so um, I want to encourage you. Let's just dig into the word for a second and, and spend a couple of minutes and see where, how far the Lord let us get. In Genesis chapter 2 is the first time we see this word rest. Um, and, and the word says it this way. He says, thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts uh, of them were finished. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done, and he rested. He Shabbat. He ceased from doing all that he was doing. And on the seventh day, from all his work, which he had done, and then God, or Yahweh, the Lord, the word, the word God is Yahweh, blessed the seventh day and sanctified it. Hold on a second. He's sanctifying Shabbat, he's sanctifying what we will call rest because in it he rested. Because in sanctifying it, in setting it apart, that word sanctification, set it, he set it apart because he, he, he's in that day. I love it. Listen to what he's saying here. He said he sanctified it because in it he rested. He's in that day. He's controlled. This is the history of the heavens and the earth, verse 4. When they were created in the day, and the Lord made the earth and the heavens before any plant of the field was in the earth, and before any herb of the field, for the Lord had not caused it to rain on the earth, and there was no man, there was no man to till the ground. So he's saying, Man is not created yet. Hold on a second, there's no man yet. Then the Lord formed man. Of the dust of the ground. Hold on a second. Hallelujah. Listen to this. This makes me want to run out of my shoes. You mean on the seventh day, the day that he called his own, the day that he calls us to rest, the day that he's talking about rest. On this day, God creates man on the day of rest. Man is created from a place of rest. I want that to sink in. Man is created from the place of rest. God forms man out of the dust of the ground. And then he breathes into his nostrils the breath of life. And man becomes a living being. So what is, what is he talking about? Fruitfulness happens from the place of rest. Life happens from the place of rest. You become alive from the place of rest. If you're struggling with anxiety, depression, if you're struggling right now with just that you, you you just don't know which way to turn because you've been stuck in a house for three or four months and you don't know where to go. God's saying press into rest because in rest, there's fruitfulness. Let God do the things that he needs to do only in a place of rest, meaning God worked on man. God works on us best from the place of rest. 
I'm going to say that again. God works on us best from the place of rest. And so here, God is saying, I form man in rest. So now I know that when Jesus is sleeping on this boat and he grabs a pillow and the storms are going, he understands God does the best of his work while we trust in him and we're resting in him. That's unbelievable for me to even think about that. God is calling us to place. And then Jesus in Matthew eleven twenty eight. listen to what Jesus says. And we know this, this is kind of the famous, but I want you to see what the word means. So we know the word in, 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 in it's the Shabbat in Hebrew. But what is this word rest uh, in, in Greek? And where do we see Jesus use this word rest? He says, he says that in Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28, if you dare, in Matthew 11, he says, this is Jesus talking. He said, come to me, all you who are labor, or who are laboring and are heavy laden. And so here he's really talking about, if you understand it in context, he was talking to the Pharisees and Sadducees because they were keeping religion. And so and the, 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 all these things that they were asking men to do that they themselves didn't do. And he knew that was coming, that was becoming burdensome to the people. And he says, I will give you rest. Anapeo is the word here in, in the Greek. And it says to cease from any movement, to refresh, to keep quiet, to calm and, pa- with a calm and patient expectation. Meaning there's still an expectation, but it's from a calm and patient place. This refreshing, times of refreshing, repent. What does the word tells in the book of Acts? Repent, but, but the times of refreshing come to the presence of the Lord. In the presence is fullness. When you rest in the presence of the Holy Spirit, he comes and fills you full of what? Of what he wants to fill you with. Of what heaven wants to give you. Not of the things of this earth, not of earthly things. Spiritual refreshment. And then he says, take Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Learn from me. I know what it is to be in storms. I know what it is to be in in, in things coming against you. But I know how to rest in my God. And I know how to rest in his arms because I know that he has my back and he has it all together. God has our back. He says, well, I am gentle and lowly in heart, verse uh, 29, and you will find rest for your souls. But my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God is asking us, will you trust me? Will you come and rest with me? Will you come and, 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 and let me dwell with you and in you by the Holy Spirit so that we can have a place and rest inside of you so that we can have Shabbat in you? Now, we know that the word tells us that Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath, meaning Jesus owns rest. He's Lord. The word Lord is ownership. He owns the Sabbath, the Shabbat, the rest. Jesus understands rest more than anybody else. And he's conquered certain things so that you can have rest. I'm going to say that again. Jesus has conquered and defeated sin and death so that you can have rest. Rest to show that God has you. Right. I love Acts 7 because Acts 7 says the heavens are my throne and the earth is my footstool. But what kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or what is the place of my rest? God is wanting to rest on us. Why? Because he's wanting to, us to find a rest in him. So, so that what? So that, so that times of refreshing. 
so that we can be alive, so that things can be renewed and restored in his presence. There's some things that God is trying to work in our hearts and because we're so busy and so going so many places that he doesn't have time to do spiritual surgery in us. So what happens when you do surgery? Like you can't do surgery. I've had all kinds of surgery. You know, I had my surgery in my back. That was like a six hour surgery. That means I was out, not cold for like five or six hours. That's a long time to be out. But imagine them doing that surgery while I'm up. Man, I would have been crying like a baby. So even in, in natural medicine, they know in order for you to, to do some surgery inside, you got to put you to rest. Sometimes you got to rest, man, so that God can do surgery, man. And God is asking, I want to do surgery in your heart. I need you to rest. And so how do, how do we rest? There's some things that I want to talk about and pull out out of the scriptures um, that, I, that I think rest. Uh, and um, it culminates or you can describe rest that what is resting in God this is the only way I know how to describe resting in God and and there's many other things but these are things that come to my heart number one uh, what what is true rest is is living a life of obedience right because resting is a commandment of heaven right he tells us in Exodus 31 12 and 15 he says he says that the Lord said to Moses you are to speak to the people of Israel and say above all you shall keep my Shabbat, my rest, my day. Now remember, I tell you, Jesus is the owner of that rest, right? But this is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, meaning generations. God is wanting us to place our rest in obedience to him. I'm just going to obey you because there's something in obedience when you say it. And, and, and I could be assured that what you say is going to come to pass. So I'm going to rest in you. That you may know that I, the Lord, sanctify you. That's that word again. Set apart. So you shall keep that Shabbat because it is holy for you. God has made that day a holy day for you. And so to me, what is resting? Number one is living a life of obedience to God. You know what I mean? Because he said to do it. And he says to chill out. And he says to quit from my labor. I'm going to quit and I'm just going to rest so part of resting is obedience then in matthew 6 it's another part of resting because jesus said in matthew 6 6 it says when you pray go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in the secret place and the father who sees you in secret will reward you what do i mean by that closing the door so obedience is part of rest closing the door to distractions is another part of rest Jesus made it clear, close the door. There's a lot of things that distract us. There's a lot of cares of the world that, that are coming in our lives that are choking the innocence of God out of us. The distractions of the world. What do I mean by choking? The word says in Matthew 13, Jesus said this, as a water sown among the thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and and it proves to be unfruitful. God wants us to be fruitful on the earth. But fruit only is developed through what? Through the ground, through the place. So unfruitfulness, it says. So how do we become fruitful? We become fruitful by going underneath the ground and resting and letting God do the rest. Right? Letting God rain on us and letting God shine on us. God has to be the one that does things that we cannot do on ourselves. 
So when it comes to the place of rest, when we come, when it comes to resting, number one is obedience. Number two is closing the door to these distractions that the enemy wants to bring us. So that what? Because he keeps us trying to do things that we can't do. You know what I mean? He got us going in circles where sometimes the best thing for us to do is be still and let God shine and let God reign and let God do what he needs to do. God does more in the background. Listen, if we can even understand how much God does when we're not even thinking or looking, it'll, it'll blow our minds. There's so much that God does, so much that the Holy Spirit is doing on our behalf. And which brings me to the, my next point. Then we just got to trust. We have to trust that God has our back. We got to trust that God is doing things where we can't see it. So what is resting in God? Resting in God is being obedient to him, closing the door to distractions, and then trusting that he is doing a good work. I love uh, what it says in Philippians. He who began a good work, Philippians chapter one, is faithful and just to complete it. He is faithful to complete what he's completed, right? Second Samuel 22, uh, three says this, that the God of my rock in him will I trust. He is my shield and my horn and my salvation, my high tower, my refuge. I'm going to run to his arms. Right, he that dwelleth see in the secret place of the most high shall abide. Right, there's something about dwelling, something about trusting that he, he's my savior. Right, he's the one that I trust. Right, I, I'm trusting his word, I'm gonna trust in him, I'm gonna trust that he has everything under control, even when I can't see it, even when I can't make sense of it. Like, really, whoever can tell me they can make sense of what's happening right now, uh, listen. Please tell me, make sense of it. I can't make sense of this COVID thing. You know, whether we in it one day, it's still coming. You know, people are still getting sick. The numbers went down. Now they're going up. Man, this is like, no, I, Lord, I trust you. I trust that you're knowing what's happening. It does not take you by surprise. You're still God and you're still on the throne. And I serve you and I worship you. And I, even when I don't understand, my life is in your hands. And I'm trusting that you have my have our back that you have humanity's back and you won't see the righteous forsaken or see begging for bread and you and we trust in you. So we lay all the worry and anxiety aside and we just trusting in you. And we're waiting. There's power in the waiting. And I said, and I talk, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago and I just want to mention it again because part of it again is not only being obedient, closing the door to to, to distraction, trusting God fully, you know what I mean? But wait then, wait to see what God does, right? Psalms 37 says, 7 says this, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not, fret not. Listen, I love it. I love this statement, fret not. Psalms 37, 7, that's the King James Version. Look at it. I love this. It says fret not. What's, what's another word that they use here? I just like, I just like saying that, fret not. 37, rest in the Lord and, and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prosper is in his way because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. What? I'm not going to, it only causes harm. Fretting causes harm. God is on his way. I just got to rest in him. Again, I, I just put myself in the disciples' feet when, when Jesus comes in victory and in power and he's resurrected and then how excited they are. Then he's like, I'm going to leave. And they're like, what? You just got resurrected. Where are you going? I'm going to heaven, but wait. 
that the Holy Spirit comes and endues you with power. And and I don't know about you, but I'm just being honest. I don't like to wait. I'm so impatient. And I'm, I'm asking the Holy Spirit to help me in this. And I don't know, again, I don't know if you're like me, if you struggle with being patient, but I struggle big time with being impatient. Um, and I like to overdo. And sometimes I, I, sometimes I'm just being honest. Sometimes I'm like, I should be listening to the Holy Spirit, but I'm like just doing my own thing. And, and, and really throughout this time, God is teaching me on waiting. Because think about it. This, this is stuff that we can't do to make a plant grow. You can't make a plant grow because you want to. You know what I mean? He the one that adds the sun and he the one that has the rain. And he makes the, 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 the fruit tree fruitful. He the ones that does it, right? So our job is to just maintain, be still, know that he is God. You know what I mean? In the stillness of who he is, is what he wants us. You know what I mean? So waiting is being still. Be still and know that I'm God. That means literally find a spot, squat down and just chill. Don't do nothing else. And then in this last point I want to make, not only resting has to do with obedience, has to do with closing the door to distraction, trusting, waiting, and then receiving, right? Receiving from heaven, receiving what God wants to download inside of your heart. And I just pray that over you right now, that you just take this time, a pause and reset and let God just give you whatever he, like like the, like Jacob's experience, the Jacob's ladder, when he put his head on a rock, he slept on a rock and the heavens opened up and it was this ladder of things coming from heaven on earth, this heavenly mandate coming this is things that God wants to pour on us, and we just need to just take a posture of rest. Psalms 23, it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not, meaning I have everything I need in the Lord, and he makes me to lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside still waters. And in the lion, in the stillness, my trust is in knowing that I receive only what heaven wants to, to give me. And, and so I want to encourage you to be still. Don't try to figure it out. It's not helpful to listen to any news channel right now in the moment because all of them tell you, depending on their political side, they're going to tell you what they want you to tell you and what, and what they need you to hear. More than ever, let's seek the face of God. Let's find true rest in God. Let's literally dedicate the rest of our lives on this earth to say, God, I rest in you. I trust in you. I'm, I obey you. Whatever you tell me, I'll close the door to distraction. I trust you. I'll wait on you and I'll receive what heaven wants to pour upon me because I need you more than ever. Like we need God more than ever. We need a heavenly perspective more than ever. I don't want an unearthly perspective anymore. I don't want to try to figure it out with my own flesh. I want to walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of the flesh. I want to have heaven download me what it is. Because, you know, in the end, we all win. In the end, he will reign and rule in heaven and in earth. You know what I mean? With the new heavens that are coming, right? And so we're going to be with him forever and eternity. And so let's live today like we're living for eternity in true relationship of trust in him, true relationship of rest in him. And so I hope this is encouraging to you. I hope you got something out of this study um, because I'm just praying for all of us that in this climate that we're living in, that we truly find rest in him, that in the storm, we can grab a pillow and say, I know it looks crazy out there, 
but I'm going to find a place in God where I can have him dwell in me and I'll dwell in him and it'll be intertwined and I trust him fully. And so continue to partner with us. Thank you for all those who are partnering with us, the wave. Um, if you need extra resource, extra Bible study, go to the wave Columbus.com. We have free resources. Uh, if you're hungry to become an entrepreneur, this is a good climate for it. Go read some entrepreneurship stuff that we have there. If you're hungry to, to go to lesson four and, and go just, just learn on the Holy Spirit because we've been on the Holy Spirit. That's lesson four on our resource page. Um, and if you want to donate, go ahead and donate and you can become a partner. Um, and you can donate monthly if you want to through that. Uh, there's a donate page there. Go ahead and do it safely through there. We love you. We thank you. Uh, and continue to, to send us um, emails. For those who are sending emails, prayer requests, right on our website, you can send us uh, a prayer request or a testimonial um, or email. Uh, my email is daniel at thewavecolumbus.com. We love you guys. We thank you for sticking with us. And we're going to continue to bring the word and just have Bible study with, with you weekly. Love you. Bless you. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Wave Ministries. Visit thewavecolumbus.com for more information.